Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 481 and session number 148 of Ask Scott. This is where I answer your questions here on the podcast every single week. And we're going to do it once again here today. And hopefully you guys are listening to this when this airs on a Friday. And if you are, happy Friday. And guess what? If you're listening to this on a Tuesday, happy Tuesday. I mean, hey, we should celebrate every day that we wake up and we get a chance to go out there and live life to its fullest. And that's really what we're doing here is we're trying to build our lifestyle business so we can go out there and enjoy the life that we have. And I am just really, really fired up today. And I am grateful that I'm here today to be able to uh, really jump on here and hang out with you guys and hopefully move you guys a little bit closer towards your goals. All right. So let's get started here today. Now, if you have any questions that you want me to answer on an upcoming Ask Scott session, just head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask, and you can do that. Just record your first name, maybe where you're tuning in from, and then a brief question, and I'll do my best to air it here on an upcoming show. All right, now today, I'll give you a glimpse at what we're going to be talking about. Number one, we're going to talk about the best shipping method, especially when you're first starting. The second thing we're going to talk about is list building once again, but also we're going to talk about with influencers. We're going to talk about Instagram and my thoughts on that. And then the other thing we're going to talk about is some help with creating your listing. And uh, someone had phoned in and said that they uh, thought that Amazon was offering some services. So we're going to talk about that. Not sure if that is the case or not, but I've got an idea of what happened there. All right. So that's what we're going to be talking about here today. Now, Again, let me just say I am truly fired up. Not like I'm not fired up every day, pretty much. I mean, my wife tells me sometimes that I got to slow down, but uh, that's just the way I'm wired. It doesn't matter if I'm playing softball, which I am going to be playing softball, by the way. So stay tuned for that. Hopefully I can stay uh, injury free, but it's going to be my first time playing softball in probably around 12 years. So uh, I've been out there hitting some fly balls with my son and, and getting in the batting cage getting pretty serious. Uh, and if you guys are not following me on Instagram, you might want to do that because I'm, I'm posting some stuff there. I posted a shot of my new cleats, uh, which are pretty, uh, pretty nice. I'm going to look really good. I might not play good, but I'm going to look really, really good. Um, but anyway, the other reason why I'm fired up is because this past week, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, we were talking about our product discovery bootcamp, our beta class that we're doing right now. Actually, depending on when you're listening to this, we're going through that with a live class right now. We limited it to just a hundred students because we wanted to teach this live and make sure that we got the right feedback as far as like what we're doing, if we had any questions, if we had to modify anything. And the thing is why I'm really fired up too is because we had over 1,100 people register to be notified when we opened up and we opened up on a certain time because we wanted to give everyone you know, a good chance to be able to, uh, to join. And uh, within seven minutes of uh, opening, that, uh, that Tuesday morning, uh, we uh, filled the entire class in seven minutes, which I was blown away, blown away. Uh, I thought probably within the day we would, but in seven minutes, we filled those spots. So I can see that you guys really want us to, uh, to focus a little bit more on this, and we will be. Um, now, 
if you did register for the product discovery bootcamp and you didn't get in, it's okay. You are on the wait list. So what we'll be doing is when we reopen, which we will be to the public, and then we will be rolling this thing out. So it's not going to be like, you're going to open it and then close it type of thing. It's going to be open. Um, but if you want to be notified when we do reopen that, and if you are on the waiting list, we will give you a few extra cool little goodies um, for being on that wait list. So definitely go to productdiscoverybootcamp.com. See what's happening over there. Get on that early list if it's there. If if it's not there, it means it's open. Um, so just go there and check it out if you are stuck and struggling in product research or product discovery. And that's really what we're going to be focusing on in that training. And I am fired up to get started in there. All right. So before we jump into today's first question, I got to give you guys a little pep talk here uh, because I've gotten some emails here in the past, uh, well, in the past in general, but in this past week, really. Um, just about things about getting started, but then also losing that momentum uh, when you're getting started, right? It's like you want results immediately, and I get that, but it's not always the case. The thing is, though, and this is where you will win, is if you continue to move forward, if you continue to bust through those barriers, there's something that we all know works, and that is momentum, if you take a snowball and you start a little tiny snowball at the top of the mountain and it starts to build and it starts to build, it's going to get more snow on it. It's going to get bigger and it's going to get heavier and it's going to start getting that momentum. That's what we're doing. Now, along the way, you might hit a speed bump and you might go off track a little bit, but then you get back on track and you'll start building up that speed again. So momentum is key to me personally for getting any type of result. It doesn't matter if we're working out, we're trying to get a, a weight loss goal or a muscle gain goal. It doesn't really matter to me. It's all about that momentum. So let me put this into a little bit more context for you. Okay, I get a lot of people that say, Scott, I was doing really good. I was selling. I ran out of inventory and now my sales, uh, you know, they're gone because I don't have any inventory. And now I seen that there's two competitors that came in and I'm not gonna get inventory for like two or three weeks. And this actually happened to us recently. All right. We were flying with this one product, with this one SKU in our new brand flying. I mean, we thought, again, we shoot for the 10 by 10 by one and we were out of the gate doing really, really good. We launched it to our list. We got good momentum there. We did pay-per-click. Everything was going great. Fourth quarter came. Everything started really cranking. Okay. And we were averaging, well, depends if you average it out for the fourth quarter. And then if you consider after fourth quarter, but I would still say we were averaging probably around 50 to 75 per day on this one product that we thought we were only going to be selling 10 to 15 a day, okay? And that's how it works too, right? You gotta get out there and you gotta keep sampling different products and gotta keep adding to that brand that you're building with more products because you never know there's gonna be a couple there that will start to, to take over a little bit. So we ran out of inventory and this happens to a lot of people, but we didn't really slow down sales. We might've, I think we raised it a couple bucks. We didn't really go crazy. We, I think we raised it like maybe $2. We didn't want to slow down that momentum all that much because here's the deal. Amazon will reward us when we get back in stock because we had that momentum. The other thing is, is we have history and a lot of people don't, they don't talk about this. When you have that history inside of Amazon that you were selling consistently and you were selling a lot of units and you know, your feedback was good and all, that's why we always talk about your feedback and, you know, you want to definitely work on that as well because that's your, your overall health of your account. But once you run out and you're on that, you know, you run out of, at a high speed or whatever, right? Someone new that comes into the market and they launch, that's just an initial surge, right? That's just an initial like spike in sales. The key comes in to being able to keep that momentum, 
okay? Slow and steady. That's why we like to go after products that are low competition because this way here, we can slowly get it up to 10 or 15 a day and we can stay there because we have a, a list, we have good pay-per-click running, we've got all of that stuff working, that's all of our assets working for us, right? And we can drive that traffic. But when you have a product that's selling 50 to 75, it's gonna be harder because you have more units that you gotta push. Well, a new seller coming in is going to get out of the gate. Let's say that I'm out of stock right now and I'm out of stock for two weeks and someone comes in and they start you know, two weeks right now or you know, before I'm gonna be back in stock and they launch and they give away 50 units a day and they do that for two weeks, okay? That's great, awesome. Now I come back in stock and I go ahead and I email my list with a 30% off discount. I dial up my pay-per-click, which by the way, was already doing really well before I ran out. I just paused it, that's all I did, right? And so I just, I just throw money at it and, and I, uh, you know, I, I send an email out to my list and I get my sales back to where they were and then guess what? I'm going to rank a lot easier than the person that just came in in that two weeks that did a little baby launch, okay? So just keep that in mind that Amazon does reward history, especially if it's good history, if you have a good conversion rate. And the other thing that I wanna say is momentum is part of that process. By you going through the process of launching but then keeping those sales and getting that momentum going, whether you run out of stock or not, you will have rooted yourself in that category and also with a certain badge. I know there's one right now that we've been out of stock. Well, I think we had like 10 units we sent in that we found that was laying around the warehouse kind of and we put them in. They sold out in a matter of like an hour, um, but we immediately had the badge back, right? And we were out of stock for two, three weeks. So what I'm trying to say here is don't worry so much as long as you focus on getting the momentum after you launch. Okay, so after you launch, it's important, but you have to keep that momentum. And that momentum carries through with everything that we do. Keep the momentum to launch more products. Keep that momentum to continually be building your email list. And what I mean by that is actively be doing that. Make that part of the process and then it's going to get easier. It's going to get more, uh, more robust where you're gonna be able to do more things because it's getting a little bit wider, a little bit bigger, right? That's that momentum that we're talking about. And then once you do that, you don't have to worry about all of that other stuff, all right? So again, I just kinda wanted to share that with you because it was something that, Number one, happened to us recently in the new brand, and I'm not worried about it. My partner was a little worried about it, and I'm like, listen, whoa, it's okay. And we actually had someone in our class, in, in private label classroom the other day, who was out of stock for, I think, like eight months, but they had a great conversion when they ran out. They just stocked back in uh, because they were traveling and stuff, and they were, I think, moving to another country. They got stocked back in, and they immediately started ranking on page one, like within a day and a half, right? So... There is something to be said about having good history, having steady, you know, steady sales, which is that momentum piece, right? And then just continuing to build, you know, those different outside traffic channels and your pay-per-click and dialing that all in, like slow and steady. Don't worry about the initial launch so much and then that's it. You have to launch and then you have to continually get those sales and that's why we build a list. That's why we do pay-per-click. Right? That's why we try to find influencers in our market that we can reach out to. That's why we're building our audience on social uh, platforms so we can get more reach. Right, All of those things are advantages that we can have that can continue, continually build momentum. All right? So hopefully that helps. So momentum wins, guys. Momentum wins and consistency. I should also throw in there that you should be doing this 
you know, little small things, the compound effect, right? You guys hear me talk about that book a lot. The compound effect, small little things every single day will add up. All right. So momentum wins, consistency wins, get out there and make it happen. All right. So let's go ahead now that I've just went on a little baby rant there on momentum and consistency. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, listen to today's first question and I will give you my answer. Let's do it. Hi, Scott. My name is Leah. I am living in Phoenix originally from New York. And um, I just want to thank you so much for your invaluable information and uh, most of all your constant encouragement. Um, it really helps when I'm feeling like I'm in a rut and I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. You break everything down in such a great way and um, really help me kind of work through that mental uh, blockage there. So thank you so much. It's invaluable. Um, I do have uh, two quick questions. Um, I will be launching my very first product uh, very soon and I'm trying to work out what the best way to have my products shipped uh, to the States would be from China. So I'm going back and forth between um, shipping by sea or air. Um, I know that um, shipping by sea is, they say, less expensive. It takes longer, but then there's customs and um, finding the nearest seaport and then, you know, shipping domestically. Um, I really don't know a whole lot about it, and I'm wondering if you maybe have any um, resources or insight as to, you know, what the better way might be. All right, I'm going to cut in here real quick because this is the first part of Leah's question. And first off, Leah, thank you so much for being a listener, and thanks so much for the kind words. I appreciate it, and I'm so glad that you're getting value. And I love to hear that sometimes that little that little mindset thing, that little message or that little rant that I might go on is helpful because I do know that mindset is probably 80% of our results in anything that we do. We have to overcome those, those struggles and those sticking points, and I agree with you 100%. And I will be doing more of those because, number one, I need them myself, and I also want to try to deliver that for you guys, um, the listeners, uh, of this amazing community that we've built together. Um, all right, so let me let me kind of go into this really quickly, and this isn't going to be a long answer because it's pretty simple. Wherever you are in the process, and I'm talking to you, Leah, but anyone else that's listening, uh, if you're at this stage, I definitely would say do air shipping first if you can. The other thing is you mentioned that you're doing a larger run in the beginning. I would caution you on that. I would try to break that up if you can. I would try to either do, if, if they'll only do 1,000, maybe they'll hold 500 and only ship 500 to get started because the air shipping is going to be quite a bit more. But here's the other thing that I want you and everyone else that's listening that's at this stage to consider. When you are looking at your products to launch, okay, and to sell in your brand, what I want you to make sure of is that you do all of your number crunching, right? Like you're going to look at how much the unit costs, but you're also going to look at what the air shipping is going to cost. And what I want you to do is I want you to do worst case scenario. So basically, if it's going to cost you because you're only going to do 500 units, it's going to cost you $5 a unit. The first question would be, okay, what is the cost going to be for 1,000 units, for 2,000 units, for 3,000 units? Give me that price break, Mr. Supplier or Mrs. Supplier. All right, that's that would be my first question. So now I know, worst case, it's five bucks. Let's base this off of $5. The next step would be, okay, how much is it going to cost me per sale inside of Amazon in that category that I'm going to be selling? Boom, I look at that number. I add that to it, right? And then the other thing that I would do is I would say, okay, now how much is it going to cost me to ship 500 or whatever it is 
uh, by air, uh, you know, instead of doing it by sea, what's that going to cost? Oh, it's going to cost $2 per unit. Okay. So, you know, we've got our total number now. Now, can I sell this thing for basically three times what I've invested in that, in that initial, you know, fee there or that, that initial cost. Um, so, and that's kind of like a rough gauge. Sometimes I don't figure in the Amazon fees right off the bat, but the, a good rule of thumb is kind of like, if all of my cost in, not counting pay-per-click, but if all my cost in is like eight bucks, I want to be able to sell that for at least 24 bucks, right? If I sell, if I can do it for five, I want to do at least 15, but I would say probably closer to 20 because anytime that you have a product, you want to at least be at that $20 mark. Uh, I wouldn't be at the $15 mark in today's market. I just wouldn't be. So in that case, if I'm sourcing it for five, I want to be able to get 20 like period. That's it. Okay. I'm not going to try to, you know, get it at 15. The only way that I would try to do a, a sale at 15, if that was a total lead into my other products, but that's for a whole nother conversation. And we've talked about that before, but hopefully this is making sense. I want you guys to think of this as the worst case scenario. Okay. The worst case. Like if, if I have to pay $5 per unit, if I have to, you know, uh, ship it by, by air, what's it going to cost me? And I want you to get that number. And then I want you to base all your decisions off of that number because this way here, it's only going to get better. Okay. Because if you do by C, you might shave a dollar a unit or maybe a dollar 50 per unit. Who knows? And then when you order a thousand or more, you might, you know, go from $5 to $4. So we're constantly going to be shaving the cost, but we're still basing everything off of the worst case. Okay. So I would not even enter into the C shipping as of yet. When you are, you either have to have a really good, uh, supplier that can link you up with a freight forwarder, or you have to do it all yourself, or you can go listen to the episode that I just recently did with Flexport. And you can get that. They have a free guide there too that walks you through it if you did want to do it yourself. But they also offer a service to help you through that process. Um, if you're interested in that, definitely check out that episode. That episode was, I believe, 479. So theamazingseller.com forward slash 479. If you want to go right there and check out their services, you can go to theamazingseller.com forward slash flexport. All right. And I'll leave all these links in the show notes, which I don't even know if I mentioned. Show notes, transcripts theamazingseller.com forward slash 481. And that'll be right there where you can have everything at your fingertips. All right. So uh, that's your first question. Let's go ahead and listen to the second part of your question. Um, and I also have one more question. I uh, was watching your uh, workshop about a giveaway and I'm currently working on a giveaway as I'm in my pre-launch phase. And I've been looking for influencers. I'm in the beauty, uh, the beauty sector. And, um, I've been, you know, looking on Instagram for different influencers. I'm still waiting for a lot of responses. Um, but it seems to be the median price about a hundred to $250. And this person, um, had about maybe 50,000 followers. So I'm wondering if, there, if possibly, um, it depends on the market that you're in when it comes to the pricing, because I did do a little research and saw that the median price is about $200 per post. Now, would you recommend going for multiple micro influencers or one or two larger influencers with a bigger, uh, with a bigger net and a larger, um, followers, uh, count. So thank you so much. I really look forward to hearing from you. And again, thank you for all that you do. Bye-bye. 
Okay, Leah, let's go ahead and talk about this now. And what we are talking about is really list building in general, but you're also talking about traffic sources. So I want to get this really clear right now. And if you guys are new to the podcast or if you guys haven't listened to the list building, because maybe you haven't been there yet, or maybe you're not at that stage yet. When you are at the pre-launch phase where you're going to be thinking about how am I going to launch this? How am I going to get those initial sales? How am I going to continue to keep that momentum? Like all of that stuff that we just talked about in the beginning of this episode, uh, I would definitely recommend going to theamazingseller.com forward slash build list, and then that will get you up to speed, okay? But basically what we're talking about here is we have an offer, okay? And your offer is going to be the bundle that we talk about putting together. It doesn't have to be your products. It could just be something in that market. So if we're talking about kayak bass fishing, well, it's going to be a kayak bass fishing package or bundle, right? It doesn't even have to be your products. It's just getting people to raise their hand in that market. And then what you're doing is you're going out to different places like Instagram. Maybe that's where they're hanging out. Maybe not. We're going to Facebook. Maybe that's where they're hanging out. Maybe not. We can go to YouTube, right? So you're reaching out to these other places to drive traffic to the offer. That's all we're doing at this, at this stage. Okay. So you may go to Instagram. You may find an influencer that has 50,000 Instagram followers uh, and you may put that offer up in front of that audience and it might not do well, but you might put it up on Facebook and might do really well. So it's something that you are going to have to test. So with that being said, I wouldn't spend too, too much on that, uh, on that first, you know, especially if it's a 50,000, uh, you know, subscriber or a follower base on Instagram. Uh, here's a tip for Instagram influencers. Okay. Cause there's a lot of people building these fake pages in a sense where they're getting fake, you know, likes and followers and all that stuff. So you got to be careful. What I always like to do if I'm going to be using Instagram is I want to go to that Instagram page. Uh, and then from there, I want to look at their recent posts and I want to see how quickly they are getting likes or comments or both. This will tell me how responsive that list is. Okay. Before I even give them a dollar. All right. Now, 50,000, depending on the market, and it will depend on the market. I think that was your, your uh, question as well. Like, does it depend on the market? Yes, it does. Okay. And if you're in beauty, it will probably be more expensive than when we did our test little case study in the sneaker world. It wasn't as much like we were able to find influencers in that space with 300,000 followers and we could get a post done for 50 bucks, 25 bucks. Um, we found one for a million, uh, a million followers did really well for us, by the way. And that one there was like 125 bucks. So, you know, but in the beauty industry, it may be a thousand dollars for that million. Uh, you know, it may be 500. Um, that's something you're going to have to just ask a bunch of them and then get back their pricing. But then also you want to look at not just the numbers, you want to look at the engagement. And then that'll tell you how the audience is performing. The, the better way, in my opinion, or you can do both, um, is to really go out and test Facebook. And I think in the beauty space, you could totally do good on, on Facebook. I mean, women are hanging out on Facebook. We all know that. I mean, men are too, but um, they're there. And there's always like makeup tutorials or videos and little quick little ones that you could do to run an ad to that. And then you can do some, uh, you know, some leads uh, or lead them to your, your contest that way. Or you can just put it up there into uh, uh, or, or to that audience with a, uh, a bundle in, in that market. Um, but that's really my thoughts on that is you want to be sure that when you're looking at these numbers that people are saying you know, or you're, that you're seeing like, you know, 50,000, 100,000, you want to make sure that uh, that those numbers are engaging numbers. OK, where people are actually touching the things that you are uh, 
that you're going to be posting, you know, similar things. Um, the other thing is don't discount YouTube. Like I would go to YouTube, especially in the beauty industry. Um, that would be a great one because you reach out to someone who's even got 50,000, but they're getting, you know, 3000 views on their video when they post a new one in three days or something. That's pretty good, right? 3000 people to see that. Um, and just to get, you know, a small portion of those people to, to take you up on your, on your offer or a discounted code or something like that. So that would be what I would do in that case. But I think you, you've got the right idea. You're on the right track. Uh, so hopefully that answers all your questions there. Good luck to you, Leah, and give me an update. I would love to hear how you're doing um, as you move through this process, all right? And uh, just, just keep moving, keep that momentum, all right? All right, let's go ahead and listen to the next question, and I will give you my answer. Let's do it. Hi, Scott. This is Angela from Sacramento, California. I'm a longtime listener, and I just want to tell you how much I appreciate what you do every day. My question is this. I was on the Seller Central website last week, and there were either nine or 12 third-party copywriting companies listed on the bottom of the page. I had never seen this before and was excited to see it. However, I haven't been able to find the same ad twice, and I've looked and looked and signed in on all my devices, and it will not repopulate. I called Amazon this morning and spoke to them about it, and they don't know what it is. And so I'm wondering if you'd ever seen that on Amazon before, and if not, if you have the ability to um, recommend some um, folks that do copywriting. Um, these companies that Amazon had listed did PPC and images also, and it was like 300 bucks a package for onshore. And there was a couple of companies from India that were listed at $50 a package. So if you have any insight on that, please let me know. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you again. Bye. Hey, Angela, what's up? Thank you so much for the question. And thanks so much for being a listener. I truly appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I'm glad that you are moving forward here. Now, here's Here's the thing, okay? I think I know exactly what's happening here, and I know that some people, uh, they believe that Amazon is actually recommending these services. You may have even seen wholesale deals or you know, optimizing your pay-per-click or any of this stuff. These are ads, okay? That's, that's what I think you're seeing. I think you're seeing ads run by these third-party companies that are offering their services inside of our seller's account. Amazon is starting uh, to uh, to allow ads to be placed inside of our seller's account. Uh, again, another way for them to, uh, to monetize their platform is for us sellers to be in there and then to pitch us um, different services that could potentially help our business. Um, so the reason why you didn't see it again is because it showed up once and then you logged in and then it's not going to show it to you again maybe for another day or two, or, or maybe, uh, if you refreshed it, you, you know, you would see it again, who knows? Um, but it's going to vary. And I, I believe that that was an ad that you seen. Um, uh, but here's the deal. Uh, if you need help with, uh, writing your listing, or if you need help with optimization or any of that stuff, I've had uh, a lady by the name of Karen Faxton on the podcast in the past, I believe three or four times now. What I'll end up doing is I will link these up in the show notes for you or anyone else that's struggling with understanding 
optimization or even creating good copy. And that's what a copywriter is. If anybody is brand new and you don't know what that term means, it basically means that you're writing ad copy. So a lot of times they're, uh, they're considered copywriters. Uh, so yeah, so what I'll do is I'll link that up for anyone that needs help with optimization or even just coming up with good titles or good descriptions or good bullets, any of that stuff. If you did want to hire Karen, she does have a company that uh, that's what they do. They write uh, headlines. They write all of the listing optimization stuff, the backend keywords. They'll do it all for you. Obviously, you know, there's a small fee that goes along with that. She also has some resources that you can buy, like a boot camp that allows you to go through uh, the entire process of uh, figuring out your keywords, but also then optimizing it fully front side and backside. Um, I will link that up as well, but a short link to that will be the amazingseller.com forward slash optimize. All right. So the amazingseller.com forward slash optimize. And, uh, and you'll be able to check all of that stuff out there that Karen has to offer, but she's been awesome. She's come on the show plenty of times. She's a good friend of mine and, uh, she's really good at what she does. So a lot of happy uh, customers that she has that she's built listings for. Um, so that's what I would recommend for you or anyone else that's listening, but that's exactly what's happening is you are being targeted for ads that are pertaining to selling on Amazon. And that is what Amazon is allowing to happen now. And they may not allow it to happen forever. I don't know. They're changing things all the time. We know that. But right now, that's probably what you're seeing. Um, unless unless someone can uh, tell me differently, that's what I believe is happening for you. All right. So uh, yeah, you're not going to find it. And that's why Amazon had no idea what you're talking about or the person that you talked to because they're like, I, I don't know. We don't offer that service. No, because it's a third party. All right. So hopefully this answers all of your questions that you guys submitted. I want you guys to submit your questions if I have not answered them on a past episode, or even if I haven't, it's been a while and you haven't heard it or whatever. Let me know what you're struggling with right now. What are you stuck with right now that I can help you with? Go over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask, and I will do my best to answer here on an upcoming Ask Scott session. And uh, yeah, just, just keep doing it, guys. Keep that momentum do not stop. The minute you stop, it will be harder to keep going. And that, that works for your products that you're launching and then the sales after, but then also just doing the day-to-day tasks or, you know, the things that are, that you're doing to really build this business. Do not stop the momentum. Keep it going. Even if it's small little things every single day. All right, guys. So this episode, the amazing seller.com forward slash 481. You can get all the show notes, the transcripts over there, all of the links that I talked about here today, which there's going to be quite a few, but everything will be linked up there for you guys. So this one here, it's convenient. And then, uh, yeah, just get out there and make it happen. And I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. Cause I like this little, uh, this little saying here, Really, head down, focus, and take action. That is my new saying here that I uh, I just kind of came up with, and I like it. I like it a lot. All right? So, guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up officially here. Remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you, and I am rooting for you. But you have to. You have to. Come on. Say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.